Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. As we head to April, what's the Bills' biggest need? Is it a veteran cornerback, or is that where they look early in the draft? Plus, with the wild wide receiver offseason, does it impact Stephon Diggs and his contract? And now that the stadium deal is set... What does it mean for the franchise now and going forward? That's all coming up on this week's edition of the Buffalo Plus Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Buffalo Plus Podcast presented by Connors and Ferris, Mike Catalan, and Dan Fates. I am Jenna Cottrell. We know so many Bills fans excited, relieved at the contract for the Bills' new stadium. We'll get to that coming up. But first, we want to talk more about this upcoming Bills team and what we want to see, and some of the needs that this team has as we now approach April in the NFL draft. Mike, it seems like cornerback number two is a spot that so many fans are talking about. And we know the Bills are getting Trey White back after that ACL injury, but it seems like that's a spot that is a weakness on this roster that we know has a lot of talent. It was a weakness to some level before. And you guys know I loved Levi, and Levi's yeah. gone. And the Bills could have signed him if they wanted to. So they obviously planned on moving on because it wasn't some huge deal he got. And I think Levi was pretty happy in Buffalo. You know, so they could have done that. They have Dane Jackson, who did not beat out Levi. Can he be yeah. really good? I guess, right? I guess it's a need. It is a big need for this team. And Jenna, you're right. Trey White's coming back, and boy, he's a dedicated athlete, and we hope he comes back as good. Who knows? Bet Maybe better. Some guys just – it's the way they work. But they need corners. They yeah. need corners. They have to invest. There's still veterans out there. They mm -hmm. could make a play, mm -hmm. <laughs> bring Stephon Gilmore back, Patrick Peterson, guys like that, or they could invest highly in the draft. I personally think it's going to be a high draft pick. I disagree. I just don't think that – like, I, I – I'm not saying that there's not a need because there is, but we thought there was a need last year and the bills went defensive end, defensive end. Like we, we all sat there and went like, really? Like, yeah, we knew pass rusher was one of those things. And I know, like I said, I did a video on here, not that long, like earlier last week, just talking about how everybody freaked out because Tyree kills now in the division. And Oh my gosh, I need somebody to cover Tyree kill. Like, if there's not somebody that you're absolutely in love with, especially in the first round, I, I just don't think that there's a, a need to reach. Mm -hmm. And I think that is partly yeah. because of Dane Jackson. Uh, and I, I think I've said it on here on the last pod. I think they like him more than we do or that, that they may lead us on to believe. Um, and I still think my biggest need is still a wide receiver. I don't care that it's Jamison Crowder. I don't care about how much I, I do believe that Gabriel Davis has stepped up. I don't think that the Gabriel Davis, Stefan Diggs one-two punch is as explosive as the Bills need to give Josh Allen more pieces. So I'll, I'll say that. Wow. I'm, 
I actually feel like I'm in the middle of this because I, I see both sides of what you're saying. Take a side, Jenna. Take it. Have a take. <laughs> well, here's no. Well, here's my take is that this Bills team is at its point where there is so much talent on the roster that I actually believe that Brandon B can take whatever is best available. And you've heard him talk about that at the draft, how he said it before. I'm going to take what's best available. I'm not going to reach. Now, there's a lot of talent in this upcoming draft that I feel like he could go receiver with that. I also feel like with... Dane Jackson as someone who did not beat out Levi Wallace. Mike and Dan, you talked about Dan specifically. Well, you know, they, the Bills, they had Dane Jackson last year. Yeah, they did. But now this year, they're not going to have Levi. And that changes how this looks in terms of what Trey is coming back from. I have no doubt that Trey White is working very hard in his recovery. But at the same point, you don't know physically where he is going to be at. Some guys are able to fit right in get right back in and it's it's seamless other guys it does take a little bit so i feel like with this i would want them to sign a veteran to have a guy that they know they could bring in and have belief in and has the ability to play but i also expect them maybe it's not in the first round of the draft but early on maybe it's that second round they pick up a corner they don't overreach for a guy but they bring in someone because i thought last year they had to really address the quarter situation and they didn't and you know what that means it gets to the top of the board earlier then. If it wasn't a priority last year, I think it moves up the board. So that's something that I could see going out. But it's Jenna, something that needs to be addressed. I need to say thank you to Jenna because, <laughs> you know, when I was on vacation, I sat there sometimes and said, just, you know, Jenny, always, my Jenny always does this. It's like, you know, take it easy. Take yeah. it easy. And I did that when I was so ready to interrupt Dan. And then Jenna <laughs> said so many things that I was going to say. And I allowed her to just be the voice of reason. And you were. To Dan's point, you know, because I say that priority is getting a corner doesn't mean you have to reach for the guy. Doesn't mean you have to say, oh, we have to take a corner. Take a corner in the second round. That's yes. fine. Doesn't have to be the first round. You're right about wide receiver. I want to see him take a wide receiver too. Right now, they have, what, 25 and is it 50, 51, whatever the pick is? 52. 52. Mm -hmm. um, hey, let me tell you something. In the first 52 picks, you can get a wide receiver in a corner. I think you yep. can get both to that point. But they do need this help. And, Dan, you're right. They went out and drafted Greg Rousseau and Boogie Basham. And then they gave a billion dollars to, you know, one of the great pass rushers in the history of the game. So they did that. So that's not a priority now. And no matter what he says, he ain't drafting a defensive end in the first couple of rounds this year. It's not going to happen. So that would be electric. If he <laughs> takes another edge rusher, that would be something. And I think, I think we talked about it, um, that the Von Miller signing helps the corners. Yes. Like it yeah. helps coverage. Like I think yes. that's another way. And we have seen where it's like there are coverage sacks and then there's great coverage because they don't have to cover for six seconds. Yeah. So I, I think part of the Von Miller move is to help Dane Jackson and Saran sure. Neal and Taron Johnson and Lee and you know and Trey when they come when he comes back. So I, I think that there's a different way to go about things. Um, and again, I, I'm not here to to sit here and say like Dane Jackson's about to be you know Pro Bowler. I'm saying that they liked him enough to draft him, to keep him around, to say nice things about him. They, they, they've been very – McDermott has been very complimentary. And then I think the way the secondary played in with him 
in the second half of the season after Thanksgiving, after Trey went down, said a lot. I, like, we can't sit here and say, like, Dane Jackson's this rookie anymore. Like, oh, we don't know. There's a decent sample size. <clears throat> but I think both things can be true. You can be happy with the way that he filled in, but also want someone else that has. But that's what we experience. did with Levi. That's what we said. We said you can't go into a season with Levi Wallace as your number two corner. No, and then we, we did, and now we're going. Levi was really good. No, we listen. They said Levi's the number two corner. He played for four years in that spot. I'm saying to you is they made the decision to move on from Levi. Look, we kept thinking that Dane Jackson was pushing him or had a chance to push him out of that spot, and he never did. Fine. Maybe it's, to some extent, Dane Jackson's job to lose. I do go back to what Bean said. Man, you draft a guy in the second round, then everybody thinks he's the guy. Okay, well, guess what? You drafted Boogie Basham in the second round. You drafted A.J. Epines on the second round. They're not even regulars yet i mean that right some games are you know not even active yeah that's been what they've done there there's a need position wise when you look at what they've Absolutely. done they have addressed defensive end they seem to be at the moment happy with the linebackers that they have you know they're going to bring another guy in some at some place you would yeah. think happy with linebackers what's the spot it's corner defensively there's no doubt but i'm with you dan on another explosive player whether that's in the backfield, maybe, but I'd say more likely. Why I'm all in on that. But there is, I last time I checked Mel Kuyper's board, there are 845 wide receivers who could be drafted in the first two rounds this year, right? There, I mean, there is like wide receivers everywhere. Yeah. And the Bills, whoever they get is better because he's playing with Josh Allen. Right. I believe that. So, hey, look, if it's the right guy, they're going to take him in the first round, but they need a corner. All I'm saying is that, sorry, one last thing, is that we went into last year's draft going, they need to draft a corner. They should have. And should've. the entire draft went, and they didn't draft a corner. They should have. And it's just like what I said. I think you also need to realize <clears throat> and the moves that they make or the moves that they don't make say a lot about who they already have in the building. I said that about Von Miller. That said a lot yeah. about A.J. Epinesa. I said when they signed Emmanuel Sanders, that said what they thought about Gabriel Davis. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Gabriel Davis proved them wrong. A.J. Epinesa can prove them wrong by mm -hmm. playing well this season and earning more playing time next year. The fact that they let Levi Wallace go for that price says either they obviously know they need to draft it, or they think decently highly of Dane Jackson. You're right. Yeah. There, there's probably yeah. a little, as Dan, Jenna said, there's probably a little of both. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, you can think Dane Jackson is good and see potential in him and be really impressed with the way he filled in last season. And then if we go back to the draft last year and we thought the Bills were going to pick a corner and they didn't, and then this year they're going into the season with one less starting corner, believe like, okay, they're probably going to address quarter. Like that to me just seems to make the most sense and, now. And by the way, there are veterans. The first round, I yeah. don't think they need to do that. There are but. veterans out there. There are guys that can yes. still play. And yeah. it would be kind of funny to see Stefan Gilmore back. You'd be on national TV too. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, you know, I, who knows how that will eventually work out. But yeah. But yeah. Well, Jenna, I think we handled this one well. Yeah. No I'm fun being in the middle. That from Jenny, like, like Jenna's like, oh, I'm in the middle. It's so fun in the middle. Have a take. Be all on one no, side or take, another. But that's the thing is my take is <laughs> my take is you don't have to be so extreme. <laughs> you know yeah. what? 
That is my take on most things. People are, <laughs> nah. it's all or nothing. Both things can be true. Yes. Let's meet in the middle, folks. There's usually the truth in there somewhere. Yes. Look at me go. All right. Any other positions then, Mike, that pop out to you that you think, okay. Well, this- no, I, I mean, I, I'm with Dan on a playmaker, wide receiver, be exciting. And it's it's how you just keep this moving. And that yeah. kind of lead us into our next topic. But there, there and and the rest of the offense, look, he's gonna he's gonna be looking for a running back somewhere. I still think that's gonna be the case. Mm-hmm. And I think he's gonna be looking for O line, you know, because you you can I mean you see they're bringing all these guys back too because teams around the league like it's easy for all of us to say, oh, they'll move on from this guy, that guy. It's hard to find big, strong guys who can run and play, right? Yeah. That is a difficult thing to do in the league. Cincinnati made it to the Super Bowl with, you know, a bunch of guys, and they're trying to address that this year. Everybody's looking for O-linemen, and I think the yeah. best way to try to find them is draft a few and see who see who makes it work. So I'm still on the offensive lineman side. Yeah, we're not drafting a quarterback. Yeah. And a tight end? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not now because O.J. Howard's still a young guy. And obviously yep. they have Knox. So yeah, they're probably and you not. Got, and you also have Gilliam who can play that right, tight end. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, situation. you know, Dan's got him uh, breaking news. He's got him picking a defensive end in the first two. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? It's uh, on everyone's face. He's going to be like, he's, he was too good. He's on on my board. board. He's like, I, f- I followed the board. You set the board and you listen to the board. And the board okay. said we couldn't pass him up. I might have to raise some eyebrows at that. All right, well, let's talk about a playmaker on the Bills right now. Stephon Diggs, in, a, in terms of like getting a new contract deal, something done. Um, we know, I loved how his brother tweeted out, like, it'd be great to play. His brother obviously plays for the Dallas Cowboys. I've always dreamed of playing with my brother. And Josh Allen tweeted back, no. <laughs> I just thought that was spectacular. Um, but, Dan, how do you foresee this going in the future? What do you make of it? Um. Like there are rumors going around that Diggs wants a new deal, or that there was whispers that there was possible trade speculation. Obviously, all of those things. Bean had talked about it uh, down in the owners' meeting, saying that like in today's day and age, every single tweet, like you said, um, gets analyzed as Tyree Kill gets a new deal and Devonte Adams gets a new deal, and Diggs is tweeting out eyeball emojis and how crazy this this offseason is. Diggs needs a new deal and he needs one sooner rather than later. Now, Bean yeah. says it won't be a distraction or anything like that. But if I'm Stefan Diggs, at some point I'm calling him up saying, you're paying a lot of guys. And I took this offense. I came in here and our offense became a top five offense. I, I'm a big reason for this team's success. And right now he's not making anywhere near top of the line wide receiver money. Yeah. Um, they, they kind of tweaked his contract. They made... His annual salaries, they, they made it signing bonus money last offseason when they were kind of shuffling money around with the salary cap. Um, he's done everything. He was named a captain. Yeah. Um, I, I just think it, it starts to, it's kind of like what I said with Trey White, and that was more of signing your guys and, and doing those things. If you're Diggs, he's a guy that you want to keep happy. And look, yeah. he's done all the right things. And you can always talk about how he's not a diva wide receiver in a position where there are a lot of divas. Um, he's looking around, seeing a bunch of big checks go out. I guarantee he wants a check and he yeah. wants a big one. Yeah. yeah. Jenna, I don't speak emoji, but even I could figure out the eyes when he did that. And look, of course you are. When you see the money being paid, we thought the Hopkins deal was crazy. And now that's just seems to be the 
trend now with the wide receivers. And, you know, Kansas City says we don't want to pay Tyreek Hill because we have Patrick Mahomes. We don't want to pay this money. So now they're going to go out and sign three different receivers. And today the word is, you know, they're on the prowl again, trying to make a trade for a wide receiver. And no, I'm not saying digs to Kansas City. Um, and then, you know, you, you, you see that. Now, when I look at the Diggs deal, Dan's right. I, I looked at it and thought, well, they're going to redo this because they shuffled the money, gave it to him up front more, mm-hmm. and it put a bigger cap number there. But he still has two years left. Yep. But I look at these kind of deals and I say, what do I want out of Stefan Diggs? I want three plus more prime Stefan Diggs years. Mm-hmm. So do I wait it out a year? Now he's going into the final year. Then he's going to really want to get that deal done. Yeah. And then turn around and go, now I'm going to sign him. And now, now you've pushed him in another year into the 30s. Yeah. Or do I look at it right now and say, yeah, he's got two years left. We didn't pay the signing bonus on him. That was a deal made with Minnesota. And I make it work. I have conversations. Look, Bean is a smart guy. He has conversations with the agents all the time. I don't think it'll get to, it needs to get to that point. I think Diggs is, should get, in terms of this crazy world of the NFL, he should be higher paid. Yeah. But at the <clears throat> moment, it's not, he's got two years left on his deal. So it's, it's one of those, like, they don't have to do it. But if I was the Bills, I would be looking to redo that deal mm-hmm. and extend it. And now the clock starts on what would likely be his final year deal in Buffalo. That's the way it usually works, right? Yeah. So it's three years. So you'd have him for 22, 23, and mm-hmm. 24. And I'd be really happy with that. Do the Bills want to do that? I, I think so. Yeah. But they're weighing it, I think. You know, where are we on this guy in order to play? But, Dan, you know the way these teams think. Look at what's just happened with Rodgers and Mahomes two spectacular players yeah and they're both gone and i don't think the bills would go there but you know it doesn't mean it doesn't mean everything is always happy we talked about this before money becomes a thing when guys start getting paid Diggs deserves it i think the bills should do it Mm -hmm. but we'll see when that would happen i feel like i remember early on mike you telling me like everyone pays attention in the locker room to who they pay Mm-hmm. because that sends a huge message. And I think to Dan's point, Stefan Diggs has deserved more money for what he's done, for the level he's taken this offense. He yep. is literally bought in 100%. He is a team captain now of the past season. And so I feel like if I'm Brandon Bean, I want to reward that. Here's where things just get interesting, though, is like you go to your purse and you've paid a lot of people. How do you... Maybe not a purse for Brandon Bean. Um, <laughs> but... That's the tricky part is how you figure out how to navigate that because he has deserved more money. And I feel like you're right. There is not a, he has two years left on his contract. It's not like you need to do this right now, but I also wouldn't want the distraction of this kind of going and following the team throughout the season, because you know, that's when things do get to become a real thing that, that happens inside the locker room outside animosity can build. I just, I'm curious how Brandon Bean will handle this because it's not an immediate thing that needs to get done, but it could quickly turn into something that is yeah. a huge distraction for the team 
and for Stefan Diggs. And you don't, that's the last thing you want heading into a season where you're the Super Bowl favorites, you're trying to put it all together, and you have this camaraderie that is kind of unheard of for most teams. Jenna, everything you just said was something that we had just said about Josh Allen before last year. It was like, you don't want this hanging over the head. You don't want this going into his final season. Yeah. What, Mike? But that's the quarterback. You're going to pay the quarterback. Yeah. Correct. But the other thing, too, is and the, the pro, and it's what I said about it's what I said about signing Trey White early, and it's what I said about signing Josh Allen and not waiting another day because he gets more and more expensive. You yes. see the new contracts that quarterbacks have gotten, and Josh Allen's contract looks Whoops. like a steal now. Yeah. And after a year where I couldn't say mm -hmm. it, and it's Ryan Rossillo's favorite words, the cap always goes up. The salary cap is going to go up after it going down. It's going to skyrocket soon because of all of the money that's coming back after the COVID and all of these things. If another wide receiver gets signed or after next season, you say, we're going to play this year out. And I don't know, some Justin Jefferson wants a new contract and he gets yeah. 25 million. Well mm -hmm. then shit, Stefan Diggs just got more expensive because he's going to say, I want that money. No, he didn't get more expensive. It means more likely that he's playing on another team. If you let it go to that, if you draft a wide receiver, 25th overall, you draft Williams out of Alabama, are you are you sent? I mean, look, Diggs what are we hasn't talking about here, boom. guys? What's that? What are we talking about? Moving yeah, on from Diggs right no, now? I'm, I'm saying on this. <laughs> going forward, going forward, this is what happens with teams. You know, yes. this is what happens, and they look at it and they go, it's it's it, yes, he gets more expensive. But you were going to pay Josh Allen. No matter what that number was, the Bills were going to pay him. And I, I don't think that's necessarily the case at wide receiver. Look, I'm, we're making this sound like Diggs has come out and said, I need this. But if I'm Diggs, he should be looking at that right now. And I don't want to hear anybody say to me, it's a contract you sign. And all this. It's BS. That's not the NFL. NFL moves on from guys, cuts guys beforehand. It's guaranteed. My, all that stuff that comes up. So that's the case. I want to see him redo the Diggs deal. I want to see him stay. I'm with Jenna. He's done everything you want. But it's right now, the point Jenna was making, I agree with. Right now, it's the timing isn't 100% on Diggs' side. It's not like he's going into the final year. So I think they got to work together. And Bean would want to do it. It's just a matter of when he gets it done. Yeah. But if I'm yeah. Diggs, I'm saying the last two years, I've had career years. I've had back-to-back -back thousand years. Like, if I'm Diggs, I'm striking while the iron is hot. And, like, that's where, like, I know what you're saying. I know the Bills are saying, like, hey, like, we got time. You got two years on his contract. Like, hey, like, and, and Mike, back in the day, that was unheard of. Like, nobody right. talked about holding out or anything. And I'm not saying he's going to hold out. But, like, that was unheard of. Like, with like when Zeke did it, when he had, like, two years left on his deal. And they're like, well, this is unheard of. Like, who does this? Now this happens all the time. The league has completely changed in the last 18 months. With mm -hmm. contracts and trades and all the new the new deals, big money guys, quarterbacks, <laughs> top wide receivers, Adams, yes, everything. It, what it's is crazy? Bigs? This is what I'm saying to you is when you look on around the league and you say to yourself, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill are not on the Packers and the Chiefs anymore. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Two guys that were drafted by those teams with top. You're right, and that's where I say can get to that point. That's why if I'm Brandon Bean. I'm taking a step back and I'm saying, how do I get this worked out? Because the guy is still in his prime. He's great with Josh Allen. Jenna's points, great in the locker room. I'm getting it worked out.
<clears throat> but the point about the two years just means he's going to have to, he should be and going to have to work with the Bills a little bit here on the timing. But yeah. you're, you could start to hear these, these whispers, you know, you, what would an agent do? An agent would put out there that you talk to Schefter. Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Kansas City's interested in Stefan Diggs. If the, I mean, this is what happens. It's craziness. But again, Tyreek Hill's on Miami and Devontae Adams is on the Raiders. Like, how would you like that parlay bet about three months ago? Right? <sighs> I mean, it just wasn't going to happen. And now it's happened. So the league is nutty. But in that case, I think Diggs' desire is to be there. I think the Bills will want to make it right because they love the guy and they made that trade to get him. But we'll see what happens. That's that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I just – the thing that I'm like, I just – Brandon Bean and Dan, you said it, the cap is going up. All those things are important. But I'm just – the money, they're, they're, that is where things get tricky is because even with the Chiefs, like, they paid Patrick Mahomes. And then since then, it's been, you know, they have to – maybe not have the guys that you thought were going to be on the roster because of the bottom line. Now I'm not saying I expect that to happen with Diggs, but that is the reality of the NFL. And we just and saw it at. with two guys. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It two is crazy players. Yeah, no, it is. The salary is. cap's not real. It's not, it's not real just thing. the cap. It's that, it's do you really say like you're a team, like now granted there was then the stories that green Bay was going to pay him and he just wanted to go like whatever. $28 million. I just heard Andy Reid at the owners meeting. He was like, you know, there's a time when you just got to, you know, you just got to move on from a guy like, uh, like Tyreek and, and go find the next guy. I'm like move on from Tyreek Hill. Okay. <laughs> good. Good I'll luck with that. Juju, <laughs> Juju there coming from uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. He's a nice player. He ain't Tyreek Hill. So that's um, what you say after a breakup. There's yeah. Yeah, just yeah. I'm gonna find the next. Find the next. <laughs> Good luck with that. Well, sometimes it works, right? Yeah, that's true. That is true. All right, uh, let's talk the Bills' new stadium deal. It was announced this week: uh, 850 million dollars in public funding, uh, 600 million of that coming from New York State. 250 million of that will be from, or excuse me, 600 million from New York State plus 250 million from Erie County. Stadium said to cost $1.4 billion in total. We're going to get what this means for the Bills, their fans, all this stuff. But before we get there, because Mike Catalana will not take a bow for himself, this is Mike almost nine months ago, ten months ago, about what he heard. I'm going to call you scoops now. Just listen. You broke some news today. You got some sources. What are you hearing about the potential of a Bills new stadium? Well, let's start with this. Uh, the, what we're hearing is they are focused on staying in Orchard Park. That would be the site of the stadium. And, you know, we've heard some details on that. You know, it, obviously, they already have a location there. The stadium is there. There's parking lots around there. So it's pretty easy to figure out that's what you would do. It's been done in other facilities in Philadelphia, as a matter of fact. You know, they built in the parking lot, basically, and then tore down the other stadium. That's what's happened in other places. It would be there. What I've been told is it would be an open-air stadium, not a dome. I'm just warning you, until it gets done, you're going to hear a lot of stories come out. Other cities come out. This is what happens all the time. So be prepared for that. But in the end, based on what I told you, if you were watching back in June when we broke the original story, they're going to build. It's going to be outdoors. It's going to be Orchard Park. 
going to be a private public funding of the stadium. They'll get all those details worked out. The Pagulas are billionaires. They own the stadium. They're going to make out on the deal. Scoops. Yeah. You looked so much younger back then. I know. <laughs> it's been a long time ago, hasn't it? This is what happens a year with you two. This is what it does to me. It's aging. Uh, yeah. um, no, thanks. We worked together on all this stuff. And look, we did. We had that story first on the stadium. And right away, you know, what did we hear a lot? And, I, and we're still hearing it. Oh, it should be downtown. It should be all, all those things. Dome, downtown, all that stuff. Yeah. Great. A lot of people. Hell, you know, we'd love a dome. We knew they weren't going to build it. Yeah. It's not going to be a dome. So we know what it's going to be. And to have it all come back um you know now to be basically that and the whole funding and i said to you and i and i later in that i said the same thing what are we going to see the politicians are one day soon going to be sitting there with the shovels and the hard hats it's that just that awful look with the tape and they're all smiling everybody takes the picture are you everybody ready and they do that and then they break ground on the new stadium is what's going to happen so i'm thrilled for bills fans yeah and we don't have to worry about this for the next you know, God, you two, when this next one's done, you two will both be, well, well you'll both be older than I am now. So there we go. <laughs> hey, I thought it was, I was not ready okay. for that. <laughs> Mike, I thought you said it best too was the, that, you know, the governor saying we're not going to negotiate in public. Well, somebody floated out a billion and yes. it comes back as 850, 850 million. So the governors that gets to say, like, I I haggled 150 off the top. Like and I then did got it. 200 some of that put on the tab of Erie Here. County, which yeah. you know, they it's like this. What is that? Uh, what's that? Like a little three, bit of uh, shell Monty. The Monty. Yeah, that's it. The three-card Monty and all this stuff. It's money, but it's the way they work it out. But we knew this was gonna eventually happen, and yeah. you knew they're not letting the bills leave. And so now it's great. Now I think that part of it is great. Just it's done. It's not officially, officially done, but it's done. Yeah. They're going to build. And yeah, there's parts people aren't going to like, but they're going to like having this team here for three more decades. Yeah. I think the stadium too, like we knew it wasn't going to be a dome, but the fact that it is protected, I think is going to be really nice because you yeah. can still have, we know Sean McDermott loves, you know, the home field advantage of the weather. And that is a piece of being in Western New York, but also just to have it not be just a windstorm, uh, a wind tunnel, essentially. You no, you're on the field. It's, it's wide open. It's just it wide terrible it's a wind tunnel. for that. No matter how much people embrace some of it, man, yeah. you just get no protection from the weather in yeah. the current stadium. So yeah. there we go. What's the most surprising thing? that we have heard about maybe this deal or the stadium. I have one, but I wanted to get maybe Jenna, what, what, what is, what surprises you about whether it's the, you know, the, the thought of the design, obviously we haven't had um, any renderings yet. Um, but is there anything else that stands, stands out to you? I think initially now it's not a surprise because I've had so much time to have it sink in, but I honestly thought that they were going to put it downtown. I thought it made sense in terms of having the Harbor Center and Key Bank and everything kind of right there to kind of build up the downtown area uh, in Buffalo. So I, I really just assumed and so many other stadiums in the NFL are like right downtown for the most part, because it's very unique to have a stadium in a place like Orchard Park. That's just not common when you go to other NFL cities. Obviously, there are a couple, like Lambeau comes to mind. Um, but for the most part, you're really in a spot that is either like a commercial area or it's essentially right downtown. So yeah. that was something that 
I've had time to kind of have that sink in, but something that I think a lot of fans are really happy about because I know how much fans love the tailgating in Orchard Park um, and all the debauchery probably that comes with it. Uh, but that is something that surprised me initially, but now I'm like, okay, I, I think fans will be are happy with that. And that's one of the things that matters. I think right. the thing that surprised me a little bit was there's been at least even now no announcement of ancillary things going with the stadium. I do think that can change. Yeah. Jenna mentioned that there's a lot downtown. And look, the Patriots tried to do that years ago. They wanted to build in Boston, crazy expensive city, difficult to do. And eventually they stayed where they were. But you guys have been there. We've been there multiple, multiple times. There's it's an Ulta. Really, yeah, it's, <laughs> right. There's stores wherever. Most of them, there's a hotel right there. I think a hotel, yeah. even in Orchard Park, right near the state, I think would do great. I think there would, there's still reasons for people to stay in Orchard Park. You know, mm -hmm. there's other hotels, but I think that would happen. That has surprised me, but Dan, I think that can change going forward. For me, natural grass. Oh, yeah. You, you don't see that very often anymore, um, especially in the Northeast. Um, well, you have it, yeah. Where, where do you have it? You have it in Philly. Mm -hmm. uh, Philly, Baltimore is natural. Yeah. And then the, the big one is always um, you talk about Heinz Stadium and how that field gets chewed up like nobody's yeah. business and it just becomes a mess. And New England, Gillette used to be, and then they like redid it in the season, right? Like, didn't they have like three weeks off and like the, it was so muddy yeah. that, that they went and just said, screw it. We're putting in the artificial turf. So th that's just one thing because even rich stadium before Mike, it was the carpet. It was the yeah. old school. Everybody turf. was carpet back then. Every right. stadium was that. So yeah. it was the carpet. And then it went right to artificial turf. Was there, was it ever grass in between? No, they went to that uh, initial whatever it was called. I mean, they've put several turfs in there yeah. through the years. The other thing about that is, you know, there's a bunch they can do now with that in terms of the heating coils and stuff. By the way, you've all seen the the frozen tundra of Green Bay back from that championship game, the craziest game ever. Oh. Green Bay with Vince Lombardi had coils under the field to supposed to, to um, heat it. It, it. They didn't work particularly well that day. Yeah. And it was like 20 below. But... Yeah, there are things they can do for it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's always surprises me, but I think teams want that if they can. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. interesting. Just one, just one thing that stands out where I was like, oh, like, I guess I just expected it to be the artificial turf. And and the other thing is people have commented on the size. They're saying, oh, it's only 60, 62. I, I think in a lot of places, that's what you're going to see. I, I think it, you know. They do the same thing with baseball stadiums now. Yeah, yeah. five more thousand seats there, I don't think is a big benefit to the teams. Mm -hmm. uh, you know how they, and they can bring in a lot of money uh, in yeah. other ways, but um, yeah, we're going to see a lot more details, but I think it's going to be right in that 60 to 62. I think it's going to have more of a Seattle look to it. And yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We did see some photos before that were done originally. And I gave you a little idea. I think it'll be similar to that, but um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun when it's done. I think the 30 year lease that relief for Bills fans knowing that the team will be yeah in Western New York. And it's like a prenup that they signed because I heard uh, polling cars, the uh, Erie County exactly. exec say <clears throat> after 15 years, 
if they were, you know, they if they tried to get out of it, it's it would cost this much, and then they'd have to pay for the stadium to be demolished. Like there's all yeah. these crazy things yeah. that have yeah. been built into it. They don't have any reason to go anywhere. No. You know, um, I mean, you know, the Pagulas could sell the team, but the lease goes with it. So uh, it's all those things. It's, it's back now. It's, you don't have to worry about that now. The deal's yeah. going to get done, and they're they're not going anywhere for a long time, if ever. <laughs> How the many... house that Josh Allen built. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it helped. It certainly helped. Yeah. That's... I mean, it does because there's a lot of things people are like, oh, they can market this way. Market 17. Yeah. Market him because you because know Mike... the team's going to be good. Yeah. And Mike, we talked about it in the, or all of us talked about it yesterday when the deal broke. We said, who is the one player mm-hmm. that you are guaranteed to be there when that first, when whatever right. opening game is? As close to guarantees you can get is Josh yeah. Allen. Yeah. And then who's the other one? We had said Rousseau. We said maybe yeah. Rousseau. Yeah. And you know, that's built based on, think about it. That's a any you know, good second contract. Cause it's, I mean, you're talking about, because you got to think of guys now. Yeah. Some other guys could still be there. Deion Dawkins, yeah. you know, guys play a long time at that position. All these are true that they can be, but you're talking about a small percentage of guys who are still with the team five years after they're on their, on the current roster and uh, or four, you know, four more seasons and then into it. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think the fans are going to love it. You know, some people want it different and Hey, we all talked about some different things we would have liked to see. Like Jenna just said, I think downtown would have been cool. Yeah. They were not focused on downtown from the beginning. They looked at it, didn't think it would work for them. And, this is a family that's pretty heavily invested, like you said, in downtown, and they didn't want to do it. So, yeah, yeah, that's where it's going to be. I know. No dome either on the stadium. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, the deal is done. That's what matters. All right. Do we think we see a Super Bowl before the new Bills Stadium opens? Well, they better. Not, not, not as a site of the Super Bowl. I'm oh, saying, yeah. No, they're, they're not. Bowl. They're not. <laughs> and guess what? I, I got to like, tell people. They're not getting a Super Bowl, even I honestly, even with a dome, just just the infrastructure in Buffalo is not there. Hotels, you could say Toronto and all this other stuff. Yes, you could do that. You know, it's still February in Buffalo. Like I I, I mean, I know, and they've had it in Minnesota, and but we've been to those cities. But to your point, it better be a Super Bowl between now and 2026. Yeah. Okay. Or this thing would have been somewhat blown up by then. I mean, it's what happens. So, yeah, they're going to be. There's going to be a Bills Super Bowl between now and that. Dan, you you with me on that? I absolutely agree. Love it. All right, I just want. Yeah, no, I I wanted to make sure. I knew Bills fans probably wanted to hear that as well. And let's hey, look, when we go to the Super Bowl, what is it? Arizona? We're going this year. Let's go. Yeah. Last year was L.A. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, we love Buffalo, but let's let's go on the road. Let's take yeah. it somewhere warm. Right? Yeah, that's the fine. Sun? Sounds nice. Yeah. And then that that parade in Buffalo is going to be. That'll be fun. Yeah. That will be next level. Oh, yeah. It'll be cold. <laughs> I don't think people will be focused on that. That's true. <laughs> I think they'll have some extra jackets available through beer. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for watching the Buffalo Plus uh, podcast presented by Connors and Ferris. For Mike and Dan, I am Jenna. Uh, please be sure to, most importantly, like, comment, and subscribe. We'll have plenty more off-season bill stuff. As we get closer to the NFL draft, we're closing on in. We'll have a lot more to talk about. We can talk more about corner too, Dan. I'm sure you're, you're thrilled about that. Uh, for Dan and Mike, though, we appreciate it. Uh, we will see you next time on the Buffalo Plus channel.
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.